Hi, this is Deacon Larry, and this is Renewed. Sisters and brothers, just yesterday we began the week of prayer for Christian unity. Each year during the third week of January, and it runs from a Wednesday to a Tuesday, so we have a weekend, the church celebrates the week of prayer for Christian unity. You know, the ecumenical movement, when we, the word ecumenical means one house. The ecumenical movement began in 1905 when our Protestant brothers and sisters, our, our separated brothers and sisters in communities across the world began to have a conversation about there being too much division among Christians. In parts of the world, there was so much of a friction between Christian denominations that people began to question, will they know we are Christians by our love, as the old song says. Tertullian in the second century said, that's how we know Christians, by their love. But by division, we're known as something less than our best selves as Christians. So the week each year, we're called to pray together, to talk, to dialogue, and to aspire for a time when Jesus' priestly prayer in John 17 is fulfilled. In John 17, 21, he prays that they all may be one. Pope John Paul II authored an encyclical in 1995 called Ut Unum Sent, that they may all be one. And in it, he reflected on the call for Christian unity. Pope John Paul II wasn't just doing something extraordinarily new. It goes back to St. John XXIII, Pope who called the Second Vatican Council. When Pope John called the Vatican Council, one of the explicit reasons he said for the Council was to advance ecumenism, to advance the call of the church to be unified once again, Orthodox and Catholic, those who are Protestant and Catholic, Anglican and Catholic, that we find ways to work together. The church in its wisdom over the years has been continuing to pursue this in prayer and an active dialogue. We understand that there are ways that we are not yet ready for that formal union that everyone celebrates as a Catholic. So a new language has emerged in the theology of ecumenism, and it is reconciled diversity. That is, we recognize that our Methodist brothers may worship in a particular way, that our Lutheran brothers may speak and sisters may speak in a particular way, that our Episcopalian brothers and sisters may serve in a particular way, that our theologies may be slightly different, but we're united in our core beliefs in the Trinity, in Christ. The church, in fact, says when we think about other Christian denominations, that they're worthy of our honor and respect because they too share endowments or gifts of the Holy Spirit. Things we share in common, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, as Paul tells us. We share the gift of the Holy Spirit. We share the Nicene Creed. We share a common lectionary in which we're reading the same reading Sunday after Sunday. We share the ability to pray together, to gather together, and to serve together. That in the history of the church from the 15th century on, very often the emphasis was on what divides us, what keeps us apart, what makes us different, what makes us better than you. 
The call of Reconciled Diversity is to celebrate that Christ indeed through the Holy Spirit has gifted a variety of peoples with ways to celebrate His presence to love and to make sure His mercy is known in the world. This week of the prayer of Christian unity, it's a time for us to, to pray together. We have a theme each year for the week of prayer of Christian unity. This year, the theme comes from the 17th verse of the first chapter of Isaiah. Do good and seek justice. And the, from verse 12 to 17, the commentary is about things that we fail to do, things that we try to do, things that we have reached after. And God is simply saying to us, learn this, do good, and seek justice. If you do that, you will indeed be reconciled. Sisters and brothers, this is a week for us to have an ecumenical spirituality. An ecumenical spirit, a spiritual ecumenism is a way it's a phrase. The professor at Boston College, Peter Kreeft, put it this way in his book, Catholics and Protestants. Only the fire of saintly love is hot enough to fuse us together. Sisters and brothers, if this week we pray with saintly love, perhaps that holy fire will fuse us a bit closer together. And indeed, in doing that, we will be renewed.